Sure. All right. Hey, we're in Mystic, Connecticut, of all places, and I'm here with James Maple. Hi, James. How are you? Hey, Ron. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> you get so plastic all of a sudden, right? Um, Why don't you play the theme for us? Okay. <clears throat> Ron Benway likes to talk Ron Benway likes to walk Ron Benway talks to friends and strangers Perfect. All right. You did it. That was tough. Congratulations. I was stressed out. It's a hit. I was really stressed it's stuck in its ear, ear candy. I played it at my gig recently, and someone was like, I can't get that song out of my head. Oh, good job. <laughs> so we are here in the German Club mm-hmm. in Mystic. It's a lovely, we're in a big room with a stage, and there's a party going on downstairs. Big party, yeah. <laughs> called We're Gonna Get Drunk on yeah. Saturday night. Yep. <laughs> which I'm a fan of. Football. I like that party. So thank you for having us here. Can you pack those for me? That's a good catch. <laughs> the exe- our executive producer, JJ Sheffer, is here with us. Hi, JJ. Hey. She executive produces a lot of things. JJ might come in and ask questions. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could get Harry here. I made a list. <laughs> she, I che- she made a list and she checked it she twice. She checked it twice. Just like Santa Claus. Yeah, except Ron has my list. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I do. JJ makes lists, and then I grab them from her. And Did I run you and talk I go, about this on the list. way up? Uh, we've been talking about it for a week. Okay. We talked about a lot of things on the way up. I'm gonna Pez. get grilled. We went to. Where did we go today? The Pez. It's a. The, I like that it's not a Pez museum. It's a Pez traveler center. <laughs> so it's for travelers. You know, I've never stopped there. If you're traveling, you know, JJ's never been to the shoe house. The world famous shoe house in I Pennsylvania. Grew up five in, in, in York, the shoe Pennsylvania. House. She grew up five minutes from the shoe house, never been in it. I did see it. The tour of the York shoe house, they take you from the toe to the heel. It's amazing. And it's a full, there's a full kitchen in there. They got everything they need. I bet your feet are tired after that one. They kill it. There's a, there's a dog house in the back that's shaped like a shoe, too, that you don't see from the highway. I should take James. James is basically an honorary Yorker. And. I think I'm gonna wait to go there for the first time so I can take James. With you me. should go there together. Next time you visit, we'll go there. You heard it here first. That's They've got good. ice cream in the shoe. Mm. Yeah. Good ice cream. So you play music occasionally. With a few different ensembles. Yeah. From time to time, you're yeah. a drummer sometimes. I'm a drummer most of the time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I started off writing songs and playing on my own, and then I just got sick of being by myself. Mm-hmm. And having all that pressure on me at shows, like, are four people going to show up? Are 50 people going to show up? Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. And then, am I going to make money? So, picking up drums and playing with other people, I was like, ah, oh, shit, I just, can we swear? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, ah, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, you can okay. swear. <laughs> all right, fuck, fuck <laughs> Fucking A, you can swear on this. I was, like, I was like, oh, shit, I can get money and not have to worry about where the money's coming from. Right. And that's kind of where it all went, and then other bands would pick me up, and that's kind of where I'm at now. I don't play solo that often very more. Very, very much, very more. Much more. Very much more. Very much, much more. more. More very. Much very, very more. Much and very little. More Ivich. More Povich. <laughs> don't make me punch it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be our secret inside joke for this episode. <laughs> mm. Um... So yeah, we were talking about that before we started uh, with with with, uh, with some of the guys downstairs. That uh, that yeah, it's it's nice to be the front man. It's nice to be responsible for everything and have your ideas being expressed. But it's nice to be the side man. Too. Yeah, it's it's great. I'm a fan of side manning. It's awesome. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather be a bottom than it. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, I have some lists here. Um, Spirit Family. You played with? Yeah, I yeah. did a European tour with those guys. Okay. I started out tour managing them. Oh, okay. So I've been all over the country with them twice, uh, supporting Trampled by Turtles and Felice Brothers. And then over in Europe, we did a, Brothers, yes. a big festival and a bunch of stuff over there. We played a prison over there. In and, Europe? You played a European prison? In Sweden, yeah. Crazy. It was a... a I imagine a, a Sweden, a Swedish prison's kind of nice, right? Dude. I mean, I don't want to, like... 
they had all a, America and shit. But. They had a like a sauna in the gymnasium, <laughs> and this was a maximum security prison. Like dudes just like yeah. knifing people. Right, right. And and the the fence was like eight feet high. The shiv, that was the shiv. Yeah. yeah. Don't make me shiv you. Yeah. The, the fence for the maximum security prison thing. was eight feet high, and they had just installed it a couple years prior because an inmate escaped, and he was at large for like three weeks, and they found him, they brought him back, and then he escaped again, they found him a week later, they brought him back, and they only tacked on the amount of time that he escaped to his sentence. What? Yeah. Dude, that is civilized. <laughs> it was crazy. Civilized living. It was yeah, crazy. The yeah. food was amazing. It was, it was great. And then after the gig, um, so we had to play five sets for uh, 15 inmates at a time because they couldn't all be together. Whoa. And we're supposed to cut a live record like Johnny Cash. I was so pumped. Okay. I was really sick that day, but I was still really pumped. Yeah, yeah. But um, at the end, they gave us these bowls that inmates made, and they're the most beautiful bowls ever. I brought it all around Europe and brought it back home and gave it to my mom for her birthday because wow. I was on tour during her birthday. But it's this beautiful handmade blue painted like bowl. ceramic bowl? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, they have fucking pottery wheels in there. It's crazy. But it's part of their thing. Like, they make these inmates make... Well, ceramic yeah. bowls yeah. and then they sell them right it's beautiful right, right, right. yeah but anyway and then they're like one day you can after you get out you can go work in a farmer's market and make ceramic bowls there you go you're a bowler now it, yeah <laughs> speaking of James bowling James is a good bowler a bowler yeah that didn't come up on the car ride up here but he's a great bowler a bowling bowling like traditional yeah not making bowls pin bowling yeah okay yeah <laughs> not making bowls I suck on the wheel it's your average you know your average? I don't know my average. My highest score is 232. Oh, 232 is pretty good. I'm like a 119 kind of guy. I was in league and everything as a kid and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's right in the pocket. I like bowling. Right, right, right. Nice. As I got older, I was like, wait, you can drink and do this? So it became a better... That's it's the best part sport. about bowling. Yeah, that's the best part about yeah. bowling is you can drink while you play. Same thing with shooting pool. <laughs> yes, 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 definitely. Yeah. And golf to an extent, but, you know... Do you golf? We'll, you talk, golf we'll talk about that later. Okay, we'll get into this. We'll get into this. Well, why don't you play us a song? You write songs also. I do write you songs. You always drum. No. And travel I, around. No, I, I write songs. Okay. Um, all right. Um, that's what our podcast's all about. Cool. Young, talented songwriters from across our country. Well, I'm neither young nor talented, but I can, <laughs> we'll, we'll I can write together. a song. We'll make it. We'll mush it into something. What should I do first, JJ? I really love Four Roses. Okay. Then it's I'll, very clever. Then I'll do that one first. I wrote this with my friend Daphne Lee Martin in her kitchen. Well, I wrote it on my own, and then she helped me finish it in her kitchen. Perfect. Um, in, in New London. We drove in New London. there today. Right next, New to the, London, yes. right next to the submarine capital. Yes, the, yes, the submarine. Yeah. There's so much going on in Connecticut, especially this edge of Connecticut. Oh, there's a lot going submarine on. Submarine capital. Yeah. I love the story about the bridge. We were talking about how the bridge is... It was, it was yeah. high because they didn't want to. They wanted to get the submarines out in, in a time of war. Yeah, like you're gonna blow our shit up. Guess what? We got plans. <laughs> we're under. We're under the water. <laughs> Motherfucker, we, we got know, plans. We, we know where you live, <laughs> yeah. bitches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can push a fucking button. JJ, what's this one called? Four roses. Four roses. Okay, yeah, cool. it's called four roses. Hopefully, I remember it. And the fighting I'm tired of not getting along tired, tired Most of all I'm tired of doing you wrong Seems like I've lost you forever Seems like you'll never be mine My need for attention And your surplus of pride Is the biggest damn thorn in my side 
It's one, two, three, four more knocks on your door. Darling, I quit and you win. It's one, two, three, four, then I'm out on the floor. Four roses are doing me Ladies of flowers, many old flowers do. I've been holding these stems since the day you left. Now I'm raising these roses to you. I fucked it up. All busted up Lonesome as I can be You're out there somewhere Drinking top shelf But it's the bottom of the barrel for me And it's a one, two, three, four more knocks on your door. Darling, I quit you win. And it's a one, two, three, four. Then I'm out on your floor. Four roses all doing me. Well, that was great. Thank you. You can clap. You can I don't think we've ever had such a big audience. I have a friend who wants me to do let do these podcasts live. And I'm well, well like, I was talking to Casey, my friend Casey over mm-hmm. here. I was talking to him, and I was like, "What the fuck am I gonna do for the intro song?" And I was like, maybe I'll just write it on the whiteboard in the bar and have the whole bar stop and drunkenly sing. <laughs> it, it, but like, the, you, it's like wrestling cats. That'd be awesome. No, no, I know. It would have been fucking awesome. That would have been great. Maybe we yeah. can do it at the end. That's whatever. I'm once, once football's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hurting cats is a funny thing. I also love the fact that the death metal came on during that song. Oh yes, 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 yeah. yes. I don't know if anybody else else can hear it, but that was great. James, isn't your new band, your new band is a metal band, isn't it? It is, yeah. I haven't gotten to hear them yet. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure, yeah. Um, I'm playing... Which Meadow, is that the name? Which Meadow, yeah. Jump in. (laughs) Sit closer. (laughs) Hmm. Plum Goza. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So I met these dudes at the bar I used to work at, and they're, like, really into stoner doom metal. Okay. And they knew that I played drums, and they were like, hey, would you want to play drums? And I was like, oh, yeah, cool, and kind of wrote them off. And they kept asking me, and I kept writing them off. And then I was on a... Pl- <laughs> I was on a it's good was, to have a system. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> it didn't work, though. I was on a plane. <laughs> Damn it. I know. I was trying to escape it. But I, lo- I love stoner doom metal, too. Sure. Um, but I was on a plane flying to Nashville... And I was getting ready to take off, and I had a cocktail in my hand, and I was like, you know what, fuck this. So I texted them, and I was like, yo, I'm going to Nashville right now. Um, when I get back, let's jam. And uh, it happened, and I hate, as a drummer, I hate loading drums and setting up drums. <laughs> it fucking sucks. So I was like, fuck this. I will mock like, a drummer from time to time, like, hee Yeah, yeah. Ah, look at you. Look at me, I have a guitar. <laughs> look at you, get yeah. all that stuff out of your car. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Meanwhile, the drummer's like, yeah, no, yeah. No, no. Don't do oh, it. no, don't do it, don't do it. I just went like this to the song, but it's down there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I went to this, I went to this practice, like not really knowing these dudes, and I brought all my drums, and I was like, fuck, this is gonna suck because this practice is gonna suck. I'm gonna have to bring in my drums, set them up, play, act interested, right, right, break right. down, load that out, cool. and then brush them off again. <laughs> Double brush. 
Yeah. Triple breast. But it was rad. Like I showed up and I was smoking a cigarette outside and they met me outside and they actually met me with a beer. Like they just walked out and and they were like, "What's up, Maple?" And I was like, "Hey." And handed me a beer and I was Welcome like, to the club. "All right, this is sick." <laughs> Sickish. Sickish. And then I, I was like, "All right, cool." So went inside, set up my drums, and me with a background of being a producer <laughs> at a studio and recording so much and stuff like I was like alright play me what you have and they played a riff and I was like nah it's bullshit uh, what else do you have and the guitar player was like well I have this one and I was like nah that sucks what else do you have and they, they, he played this one riff and I was like that's fucking sick let's jam on that for a little bit and then I kind of orchestrated the practice to kind of how I could have a good time <laughs> Okay, sure, but they sure. had really good riffs Right. But they just didn't really know what to do with them. So I orchestrated this. We wrote a song the first practice. Okay. And I was like, all right, this is sick. So many, many more beers later throughout that practice, I was like, yeah, this is cool. So I left my drums there. Oh, okay. And I think oh, maybe, oh, maybe subconsciously I was like, I'm not packing these fuckers up. Like, I'll come back for round two. I like that you were kind of almost producing the band from behind the drum kit. At one I point, still do right? it. Yeah, I, I still do it. Oh, that's good. Go with that, guys. Oh and, no, no, not that. No, no, that part sucked. No, I do it. And what's also funny is like, so now I play drums and sing in the band. Okay. And there's a guitar player and a bass player, and the guitar player writes the riffs. The bass player is not a great bass player. He's getting a lot better, um, but he's just very uh, not confident in his capabilities. Sure. But. Um, now it's working out to where like the guitar player will write a riff and I'll be like that's awesome let's do this and I'll still like orchestrate or like write the songs with them or like kind of push them in the right way mm-hmm. and it's like it's like the best band I've ever been in because they understand where I'm coming from and we can both we can all three of us be like no that part sucks let's try this and then the bass player doesn't really get it and he'll try to learn a riff but he'll play it wrong, and we're right. just like, no, that's a fucking bridge. <laughs> and it's Come awesome. On, it works out perfectly. Right, right. So uh, we're actually recording the record right now. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, I'm engineering and producing the record and playing on it as well. There's something to be said for a musician who knows what he's doing, but there's also something to be said for a musician who doesn't know what he's doing because you can kind of like... Happy accidents. Get man. him to do what you need or get him to kind of... If they're open-minded enough to be like, okay, I don't really know what I'm doing, but so I'll follow you a little bit. And you can kind of get the sound that you're hearing in your head. Yeah. That often a, a musician I find will fight you. Yeah. For like, no, 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 I want it like this. Like, no, no, I want it like this. Well, like, we talked about it downstairs right. um, in the bar... <laughs> Uh, I don't think I talked to you about it, but I overheard uh, when I was doing something else. Mm-hmm. But uh, you were talking about Craigslist ads for like starting a band. Oh yeah, yeah. And how it's cold, like, like shitty that is. And you know, like for me to come into that with those dudes, they're awesome dudes. I, I love, I love them all, all, all two of them. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and uh, it's so cool because it's a double like, love affair. <laughs> yeah. So it's really cool because like. We're friends, and that chemistry just happened. Like mm-hmm. we clicked as a three-piece puzzle, and we're making this great stuff. Well, I, I think it's great stuff. Right. And if it happens, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. You can't force it. Right. right. Because like a lot of these bands that you see that do that kind of stuff, you know, you'll go and see them. They'll be good, but there's no, there's nothing going on. You're just like, why the fuck am I watching this? I could just go listen to. <laughs> Dude, there's it. nothing worse than being in an audience and being like, I could be, I could be better than this. <laughs> like you're just like, I'm fucking bored. It's like guy, I'm not drunk enough to enjoy your yeah, music. Yeah, this guy's an asshat. Yeah, I'll yeah. have another beer, please. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you work in a studio. You work in. I work at Dirt Floor Studio. Dirt Floor, that's what it's called. Yeah, it's really cool. It's and you're a session guy, and you do. I'm a session guy. I do producing. Okay. Um, one of my best friends, Eric Lichter, he owns a studio. He's an amazing producer. He's an amazing engineer. Um, there's a lot of analog gear in there. Um, oh, cool. So him and I work so well together. And he is a master at all instruments. Um, where I hear good ideas, I can't really play them. But I know that he's capable of playing them. So it's kind of like playing a PlayStation game. Where like, I'm just like, no, no, wait, do, do this. And then don't do that. And then do this for two. And then do like a wah 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 wah, and then do wah, and he'll fucking do it first try. Casey's seen it. Oh really? Yeah. And uh, my friend Casey. A B A B B A. Yeah, yeah. What's the, what's the fucking cheat code, man? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got it, the cheats because you're. I have, in I have the cheat codes. Got, right. Yeah. Well, that's what. Yeah. It that's is what re- you go for. It is really cool to see. Um, 
so yeah, I, I work there from time to time, and uh, it's just an amazing studio. It's in a it's in a log cabin on top of like a small mountain. Wow, that overlooks it's right around that here. That overlooks I the right. yeah. Connecticut River. Okay, um, it's just beautiful. Connecticut River. It's yeah, like that's... smooth. It's smooth. You go down. You guys can't see the hand <laughs> motions, but it's like hills. Oh, we got motion. Don't you worry. <laughs> hills going down. It's in the river. <laughs> it's not the talk of the podcast. It's the motion of the ocean, really. That's what you're going for. <laughs> yeah. It's the size of the vessel. It's yeah. Fair jokes. What's this? <laughs> I don't know, but here comes another one. <laughs> That'll yeah, work. it works. That'll work. It, it works. It works. <laughs> you guys can't see it, but it's fucking how, funny. Well, how about we song it up then? Something they can relate to, the okay. people. Okay. Um, the, the 40 people that'll listen to this. JJ, this is like TRL. Lantern Hill. Lantern Hill landslide. All the hits are coming. All the hits. I also have to say, before I start this song. No, I'll do it afterwards. I'll do it afterwards. Oh, you have to remember that. I never remember that. I've had many podcasts where it's like, the person goes like, should I tell the story first or after? And they'll be like, I'll tell it after. And then I go, and as soon as they go, so blah, 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 blah. And so it, we have to remember that we knew, we always I'll just tell it now then. Okay. Well, uh, I, it was my first, was it my first tour, my solo tour ever. I was touring by myself and it was my first time playing York. JJ booked the show. Okay. I believe this is the same time. You showed up late. And I think you were hammered. And I you, could have been hammered in York. It could have happened. Yeah, yeah. I could have been hammered in York. It never yes. happens. <laughs> no, so I was playing at Sign, Sign of the Wagon. Wagon? Mm-hmm. Okay. We've, we actually did a podcast from Sign of the Wagon cool. not too long ago. Yeah. Beautiful, great yes. place. Great, great venue, great yeah. venue. Pete yeah. Lindsay are amazing. Yeah. Uh, but, so I was playing and you showed up late and there was nowhere else for you to sit. So you laid down in front of other people sitting right at my feet, and I think you pulled your shirt up to your neck, and you kept calling me a bitch. <laughs> I tried to tell him about this. He's really <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 I called Andrew Combs a bitch. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, no, it's Andrew Combs. You, you're like, well, that, you're, that's you're, where it came from. You're clearly a bitch, like a serial bitch caller. Yeah, me. yeah, you yes, are. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You were just like laying down all like supermodel, like, and you were like, play the hits, bitch. <laughs> Fucking nightmare. I would kick myself in the face. Which is why scenario. I was very reluctant to do this podcast. I really? Like, I was like, okay. are we going to have round two Wait, of this shit? the bitch guy? Yeah. Uh, oh, the bitch guy? Well, I'm just on PBR tonight. It's fine. Anyway. It's like drinking yeah. water. All right, cool. It's like drinking Natty Bo. Ooh. <laughs> I'm a fan would, of the Natty Bo. I would kill for Natty Bo. Right? I like Natty Bo. Yeah. Set him on the white ones. I like when the Utz girl and the Natty Bo guy proposed to each other when they were going to get married. Natty Butts? Yes, Natty Butts. Yeah. Well, that's the Uts, Uts Butts. That's what Uts. That's when I first moved to Pennsylvania. I was like, get ready, because everybody in Pens- every girl in Pennsylvania has an Uts Butt. It's wide. It's wide. So, like, when you fall salty, when you, salty, I guess. When you fall asleep in your bed with a bag of potato chips, are you sleeping Uts to Butts? Uh, uts to Butts. Or nuts to Uts. <laughs> Don't make me punch it. Don't make me punch the nuts. This is going to be the worst episode ever. <laughs> no, you should do the boots episode. It's not going to get worse than that. Falling down drunk, I was in that one. Okay, we'll see if I can get through this one. This morning, still drunk from the night before. She's wrecked my hair's a mess, clothes all on the floor. One more night might be alright, one might turn to. I'm sorry, girl, but I ain't trying. Fall in love with you Cause there's snow up in the mountains And it's all coming down You won't find me swallowed up Inside this dead end town Cause I got bigger plans in store No, I ain't sticking around 
getting swallowed up inside this dead end town. Still trying to figure it out as I go along. Fill my cup of coffee and I head out toward the trees. Sawdust and a pickup truck, Lord, will bring me to my knees. Cause it's the little things that make me want to stay. This town's a big black hole of pain and misery And there's snow up in them mountains And it's all coming down You won't find me swallowed up inside this dead end town Cause I got bigger plans in store No, I ain't sticking round Getting swallowed up inside This dead end town Yeah, I woke up this morning Still drunk from the night before Sheets were wrecked, my head's a mess And the clothes all on the floor One more night might be alright But one might turn to Sorry, girl, but I ain't trying to fall in love with you. That's awesome. So that song is about me calling you a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. it's fair. I, I won't fall in love with you either. But. You told me to play the hits. I didn't write one. <laughs> I don't have any hits. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just a kid. <laughs> My parents left me home alone. I don't know what I'm doing. They went to Europe. Yeah, that was written by Macaulay Culkin. (laughs) The the, uh, pizza underground phase of his life. Oh, God, yeah. Um, So now, uh, let's get sexy and talk about leather. Okay. (laughs) You you work with leather. I do. I've heard. Yeah. There's got to be a term, right? A leatherman? A leather? That's a, I mean, that's a... Leather smith? Leather smith, yeah. Leather uh, guy? Leather cat? Leather lad? Leather lad. Just don't call me a leather daddy. <laughs> leather daddy, sexy. No, that's bad. Leather laddie, though. But so we're, we're very close to Newport, mm-hmm. Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. And from what I've been told, you've made, you were sometimes brought in to make leather for Newport as a gift for the people that play the Newport uh, Folk Festival. Yeah, that happened two years ago. Um, okay. So I played Newport Folk Festival in 2000. No. Uh, oh, yeah, it must have been two, 2012. 2012. I think. Okay. 2012, yeah. Um, I was out, my old band, Grave Robbers. Uh, we were the first band to ever play the museum stage. So that's Newport history. Oh, well. Um, so that was really cool. And ever since then, they have been really great to me. They've let me go in for free with Artist Pass every year since then. Mm. Um, you're in the family. I am part of the Newport folk family. Okay. Very much so. So two years ago, or two festivals ago, I wanted to show my appreciation for that. So I said, hey, I'm going to make some straps for artists um, so you guys can give guitar them. Guitar straps. Leather yeah. guitar straps. Guitar straps, okay, yes. Cool. Sorry. Um, not straps. <laughs> straps. Get the sexy. Yeah. <laughs> it gets less sexy when you <laughs> strap it to a guitar. Exactly. <laughs> well, or yeah. more sexy. Well, depending on the person. Depending on who you are. Yeah. Right, exactly. So... <laughs> 
As you look festival- at JJ. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be sexier on a guitar strap. <laughs> Two festivals ago, I made guitar straps for them, and um, I gave them out to artists. And then last, or last festival, they hired me okay. to do it. Um, so who have you made straps for? And you like customize them, you put their names on them, yeah, and put yep. roses on them, and yeah, all kinds yeah. of stuff. Um, I've done straps for Cheech and Chong. That was cool. Oh, I saw the picture. Yeah, of yeah, you and Cheech and Chong. They had pot leaves on them and stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I've done straps for... Dude, I would kill to sit between Cheech and Chong and get a picture. I don't want pictures of many people, but Cheech and Chong were huge to me as a kid. You know what's fucked up is that my girlfriend had a joint in her ear at the festival. <laughs> And I was like, hey, I got to run really quick. I got to go bring Cheech and, Chong, Cheech and Chong their guitar straps, which no one ever really fucking says. I, no, I, no one's going to say that. Sit tight, babe. I got to go hang with Cheech and Chong real quick. <laughs> I have guitar straps for Cheech and Chong. So Just give me 10. Yeah, give me 10. Yeah. <laughs> so I walked into their little tent and uh, there's some big shit going on downstairs. Um, there's a score on the, fo- on the sports ball. There is a score. <laughs> We've it's scored. Mm-hmm. So... I walked over to their tent and I was like, hey, my name's James Maple. And they're like, hey, Jean- or, Tommy Chong, I'll never fucking forget it. He was like, hey, man, come on in. And I was like, all right, cool. So I have these gifts for you on behalf of Newport Folk Festival and myself. Gave them both their straps. And they were like, well, sit down, man. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and they opened these straps and they were like, whoa, you made these? And I was like, yeah, yeah, thanks so much. Like, just trying to get the fuck out of there. Because yeah. I was like, no, this is not, like, I shouldn't be here. But I was supposed to be there. Mm, well, yeah. so you were supplying. So then they just started talking to me about leather. You're work. like the Dave in this scenario. The Dave's not here. Yeah, like you're the guy yeah. bringing the leather. Like, yeah, dude, yeah. Dave's not here. Yeah, <laughs> call me on this phone line. So they, so Cheech and Chong <laughs> made me sit down between them and talk about leather work. Okay. And I was making this joke like, dude, if I could smoke, I don't smoke weed, but mm. I was like, if I could smoke a joint with Cheech and Chong. That'd be fucked. That'd you be would do legendary. It, right? Yeah. That'd be legendary. Yeah. Like, yeah. who can say that? Yeah. I, I'm sure a few people could, but not around here. <laughs> uh, and I, like afterwards, I was like, that was fucking awesome. And then I wanted to punch myself in the dick. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> because, <laughs> Finally, the, 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 the running gag gets pointed out. <laughs> because I forgot the joint, man. Oh, no. Yeah. But, uh, but that's really cool. That started it all. I bet they had some. Yeah, for I'm sure. Thinking. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Probably. Maybe, maybe like, not maybe, maybe like a, a, You never know. A stem or two. You, you know, uh, many times actors will get the, uh, the LASIK eye surgery, but continue to wear glasses because that's what people know them. So maybe they're like, yeah, we don't smoke anymore. But no, just, I'm pretty sure they do. They still do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course they still yeah. do. <laughs> that's like me saying I quit drinking. They sobered up. Yeah. Um, I just put I just put real beer in non-alcoholic bottles. Sure, sure. And ate and ate it and ate it up and ate it up. But no, I've put, I, I've made straps for Cheech and Chong, um, Cheryl Crow, uh, Phil Lesh from The Grateful Dead, Trey Anastasio. Fucking you, you name it. At the festival, I've pretty much done it. And we were even in in preparation for this. We were kind of looking at and there's like artists on stage playing their guitars with your strap on it. Like, that must feel incredible, right? Yeah, Yeah, so I made a strap for Margot Price a long time ago before she was big, like right before she signed uh, with Third Man, Mm. or did did her Jack White stuff. Um, She approached me because she saw the straps I made for Casey Musgraves. Okay. Um, And she she actually paid me which is really cool. Cha-ching, huh? Yeah, cha-ching, yeah. That was when I was undercutting myself. Uh, but, so yeah, she bought a strap, and then she blew up in the country music scene, and she had an exhibit at the Country Music Hall of Fame, and my strap was in the Hall of Fame. Oh, in wow. So I was on tour, and, and she sent me a picture of it, and I was like, oh, shit. So we went to the Country Music Hall of Fame, and I was like, hey, uh, my name's James Maple. Um, I have a thing in your exhibit. And I had like my band with me. And they were like, oh, cool. So they gave us all passes for Shut free. Up. And they were like, just go run amok. Have at it, man. Thank you so much. And I was like, no, thank you. Yeah, so really? Like, this is happening? It was wild, yeah. Oh. It was like the one time I felt like important. Well, it was really cool. It's a nice feeling, right? Yeah, I actually just finished up uh, Guitar Straps for Bruce Springsteen and his wife. Shut up, really? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, Springsteen. Yeah. I work, I work with Springsteen. Yeah. 
Did that happen somehow because of Danny Clinch? Yep. That's exactly how it Is happened. Is that in the photographer? Yeah. Okay. So okay. I met I met Danny Clinch last year at the festival. Sure. And then uh, we became friends, and I made a harmonica holder for him, and he was like, I want to get Bruce and Patty something cool for Christmas. I want to get two straps. Up. And I was like, cool, who are Bruce and Patty? <laughs> you know. And he was <laughs> from Peanuts, you know, Bruce and Patty. <laughs> and he was like, Springsteen, and I was like, no, fuck. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Springsteen. Shut up. Like, like, wow. Like the boss? Or just like no, your, no, no. your boss? No, no, no. The, the general manager, yeah, yeah. not the boss. Just the gentleman, the GM. GM Bruce. That's my new name. GM Bruce? No, no, just the GM. You know how we were, we were talking about like. Oh, yeah, I'm the, not the, the boss. King, I'm, I'm just not, the GM. I'm not the king of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the, the self proclaimed king of. of yeah, right. yeah. yeah, I'm just the GM. I'm the GM of Leather, leather Laddie. Ness. <laughs> Le- yeah. I'm leatherish. Yeah, I'm leather-like. So that was that was really cool, man. <laughs> yeah, really cool. Yeah. And Wait, I, you're you're working on the Springsteen now, or he's got it? No. Um. So I had to drive him down to Asbury Park, like you like you. <laughs> 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 and I had to drop him off at Danny's. It's like, hey, you gotta make uh, you gotta make some leather for Satan. You yeah. gotta drive it down to Hades. Yeah, you gotta go to hell. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> You gotta try to Asbury Park. And I was like, well, I'm 36. I probably got 20 more years. Did you years, get so... to meet Bruce Springsteen? No, I didn't. Okay. No, I did you like drop... left it with the housekeeper. I <laughs> ding <laughs> dong. I left him at Danny's. Oh, okay. Uh, gallery. Oh, okay. And, uh, so they have not got together yet. They were supposed to have like a holiday get together, but uh, Bruce had to postpone it because of the holiday. So um, he was like, dude, I told him that I have something for them, and I'm so stoked to give it to them, and I'll get you pictures and stuff. So it's pretty fucking cool. I let my dad do a couple punches on the straps because he's a big Springsteen fan. Oh, no way. Yeah, I have pictures of it. So when your dad sees Bruce with the strap, he'll be like, I punched punched that. Yeah, he's got the pictures. He made me send them to him, but he's like, (laughs) no! It's the wrong punch. It's the wrong punch. I can punch. I can punch for that. Okay, oh, right, right, right. Yes, dad but punch. yeah, so so I had my dad do a couple things on the straps, and he was like, "All right, cool. What the fuck am I doing?" I was like, "You just finished Bruce Springsteen's guitar strap," and he was like, "No fucking way." Oh, he didn't know. He didn't know. I just told him to like do some hits. He just and, thought he was like bedazzling yeah, some piece yeah, of leather. Exactly. He was like, "Cool, my <laughs> kid's a loser. He has a fucking leather shop." <laughs> In your face, Dad. Yeah, I learned yeah. this from watching you. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's Two middle beautiful. fingers to That's you, Dad. Yeah. This is great. But anyway, well, let's get off of this. Let's song it up, huh? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. We're almost we're tight. Oh, are we done? We got one oh, more song. Are we killing? Yeah, we're killing. We're killing this. JJ, you got any? So there's this song. I know you took some notes. I saw you take some notes there's a second a ago. There's a song that James, when James plays it in York, it's a real good heckle because... Um, oh, man. You're going to tell me you can't play that one. He, last week he was like, what songs should I play? And every song I suggested he would text back and be like, nah, I'm not playing that one. Uh, so I don't know why he fucking asked me, dude. But uh, <laughs> there's this one song that I, that I did request, whether he's going to play it or not, I don't know. But when he plays it in York, um, there's a line that, that mentions Pennsylvania, and we all scream. We're like, yeah, local reference, whatever. We scream. Woo. And when he headlined Cable House by running Cable <laughs> House Presents in York, he headlined Cable House. He played the, the song. And three of us, you know, my son and, and my best friend and I were standing in the background or the back of the room, and he got to that part, and we all screamed, and uh, it made him laugh, and he it's had to start of, over. It's kind of a thing now. Like, everybody did it. <laughs> yeah. I've seen the video. Yeah, so, so we, we did it again because he tried again, and the second time more people joined in, um, and I think you can hear on the recording, because um, the sound guy uh, for my birthday, <laughs> yeah, he, he record, the yeah, sound yeah. guy did a, a recording of it and gave me... CD copies of it for my birthday a month later, but um, yeah, you can hear James say, "You guys are assholes." <laughs> you made it through though, and I then did. the line repeats at the end of the song, and we did it again. But yeah. you know, you made it that far. Yeah. It was a long rendition of that song. I mean, I could, I could try. I could try and do it. Just don't yell "woo." Well, if you think I'm not going to yell "woo," you're out of your goddamn mind. I also feel weird just doing all these. 2013 we'll do a new one for us. hits. Well, it's weird, right? I would love to hear a newer one. I don't have any new ones. I've been oh, I've been buried in the basement with a metal band for the past year See, and a half. Everything I suggest shoots me down. Play whatever you want. I'll be happy to hear. A lot of the songs I play were written years ago, and I haven't written songs in a few years. 
part of why I do this podcast is trying to to, to kind of get into other artists' heads and that's, see what's that's kicking brilliant, around. Brilliant, man. And uh, and but I haven't written in a long time, and uh, it drives me crazy. Yeah. To play songs about people that I cared about four years ago, six years ago, whatever, and I don't really have those same feelings anymore. Right. But the people, you know, I mean, it must really to. To go out and sing a song that you had a, a hit, a real hit with, like forty years ago, must just be mind-numbing for just some going people. Going through the you motions, know? you know, for uh, for uh, like you know, like whomever to come out and still sing about. You know, Rod Stewart sings about some broken heart he had in the in the sixties. You know, and to be like, oh, people want to hear this, so it's it must be tough to be in that situation of like. Yeah, but I mean, at that point, you're kind of just looking at dollar signs. Which well, is yeah, of course, yeah, you got you got limousine, you got limousine <laughs> payments, right? You got mansion payments. Yeah, but it's hard to play the songs that you don't feel anymore. And I, I'm in a position where I play a lot of songs I don't always feel. Yeah, so no, it, it's it's interesting. It's rough, but um, probably not as rough as this is going to be. But let's let's try <laughs> it out. Our that being said, I wrote a song a few days ago that I'm really happy with. I'm really yeah, and when it comes that. again, it's like it's amazing. So you're, you're just, just, just leeching off the smaller artists that you do your podcast with. That's what I do. That's also I'm like that Limp Bizkit thing when they went out and, and recorded everybody's guitar riffs and then took them back and made a record and yeah. made everybody sign a voucher that said like we won't sue you. Yeah, they would literally. They after the guitar player quit, they went from guitar center to guitar center and had a hundred guys come in and play their riffs for them, and then went home and made a record. Really? Out of it. This is a real thing. That's yeah, they did like a road lame. tour trip. Durst and a couple of dudes like stole riffs from people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh shit! So I'm gonna get oh, all also rock rock how, talk. How weird is it that it's called a podcast and okay. iPods are obsolete now? I've thought about this. I like to call it a webcast because it's really a webcast or really a radio show. A radio show on demand, kind of. I like that. But pod, it, pods are gone. Yeah. I thought about this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Tide Pods are still around, so. Maybe we should eat pod, <laughs> eat, eat Tide Pods Whoa. during the podcast. There you go. <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> so I'm going to go and get some Tide Pods. Right now. And then, rather than play this song. Uh, yeah. I'll be back in five. <laughs> That's fair. So let's see what happens. This is for you, JJ. <laughs> That's not how it goes. and thorns on the border of West Virginia town where you was born Searching for 
just wandering round this farm. Let's talk about this guitar, this Kalamazoo. Okay. We talked about it a little bit beforehand. Um, you said it's a Gibson? Uh, it's Kalamazoo is the name of the... like. The, I've never seen a Kalamazoo guitar. Really? I'm, I, maybe I'm sheltered or whatever. Spent too much time in record stores, but I've never seen a Kalamazoo guitar before. Mm. But it's so, a beautiful guitar with the raised um, thing yeah, here. Yeah, it's a... It's a hollow body. It's a 30s... Archtop Kalamazoo. So Kalamazoo Archtop. is made by Gibson. Okay. Um, it's pretty much the precursor to Epiphone. Okay, before the Epiphone. It's so it's a mid-level. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's beat to shit. <laughs> it's and, beautiful. And beautiful. Guitar. Like it's lovely. Yeah. No, it's got such a great sound and They're, it's the, just beautiful. Every now and then, like I'll get somebody over to the house and I'll have like another beater guitar out and they'll start playing a song. I'm like, oh, you know what? This this person's actually pretty good at playing songs and I'll, and I'll break this out and they're, they're always just like what the fuck oh you'll be like well you're okay yeah yeah it's like, it's like the, test driving people put down the Starcaster yeah here's the Kalamazoo yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's the Epiphone Hummingbird right, have fun yeah. with this yeah and like oh okay you got some shit alright we'll try this out and just like the, the tone of it it's it's so dead but so hauntingly beautiful yeah, that people don't really understand the tone. I did it with uh, my friend Casey, not the test drive part, but like, kind of, kind of little, kind of little bit. You did. I mean, he just started writing, so yeah. So sure. I was unsure if he could handle a guitar. <laughs> Something so, of the cal- caliber of the Kalamazoo. Woo woo woo! No, so like it, it's really cool, and um, it kind of makes you play differently. The the neck is like a mm-hmm. heavy V neck. You haven't even picked it up. No, I haven't. Pick it up, it. please. Yeah, yeah. touch it. Really oh wow, the V neck. Yeah, I completely and get it, what you. It fits right in the crook. So it makes you. Oh wow. Yeah. Right on your. Palm I'll let you there. play when we're done rolling. Or play now. You want to do a song? <laughs> you know, no one's <laughs> ever asked me to do a song. Really? This won't be the episode I play a song. But this is a beautiful guitar. Like, this plays. Yeah, it's a small body arched out. Oh, my gosh. It is a three-quarter neck, right? It's like a short neck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is so playable. So I, I played that on a tour in 2013. I was in New York with this girl, Ellie Perry. And uh, we went into Ludlow Guitars. And I played it. And I was like, fuck, this is beautiful. But I was on tour, so I didn't have money. Mm. And I was like, it, this is the one that gets away. And I just left, and I went and drank my sorrows away. Um, made some more bad decisions uh, multiple years down the road. And then... <laughs> they, they come and they go, right? Yeah, the yeah, decisions. They, they, they pretty much come more than go. Sure. Um, but uh, so a couple years later, I was on Reverb 
dot com or whatever the app on your phone sure sure and yeah. i was just like i was like you know what because i got a picture of myself playing it that day the day that i saw it oh right right um and i was going through my photos and i found the picture of me and i was like oh shit so i went online and i looked it up and i was scrolling through scrolling through and i saw a picture of it and i was like that looks just like the one that i played mm-hmm. and i clicked it and it was at ludlow it was still for sale it was still hanging in the shop <laughs> so I hit him up and I was like, hey, man, um, or woman, men's, women's, whatever. Human. Yeah, hey, humans, I play this guitar. Walking fleshy. <laughs> yeah. What's up, walking fleshy? <laughs> you fucking assholes. <laughs> I played this guitar years ago. You still have it. It's beautiful. Um, I'll give you this much for it. And they were like, well, if you played it and you love it, you know how much it's worth. And I was like, all right, fuck this. Yeah. So a couple months later, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try again. So I sent him another message. I was like, hey, still me. Still there. Can we? Right. No. A couple months later, I was like, yo, I got this much cash. I'll be there tomorrow. Take it or leave it. And they're like, take it. Right. So next morning, I got my truck, drove all the way to New York City, walked in. I told you the story before, but these guys haven't heard it. Well, it's new. I, wa- I walked in. <laughs> And uh, it was on hold for me, so I walked in, like, being really coy, and I was, like, looking around, and I was playing a couple other guitars, and I saw it up on the wall, and I was like, oh, shit, there it is. So I picked up, like, a tailor, and I played it, and I was like, yeah, fuck this. Put it back, and I was like, hey, uh, what's up with that guitar up there? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's a 30s Kalamazoo. Like, you can play it if you want to, but some guy's coming in, it's on hold. And I was like, all right, cool. (laughs) So they gave it to me, and I brought it in the back room and closed the door and played it, and I was like, oh, fuck fuck this is the guitar so i walked out and i was like hey you know what i'm that guy uh <laughs> that's me i'll, I'll that take guy. it now florida threw, man threw the fucking cash on the counter and walked out <laughs> and i still have it and it's one of my all-time favorite it's guitars a beautiful guitar yeah. i love it yeah it's great now that i played i can completely say it's a beautiful guitar yeah well thank you thank you this is great yeah. yeah thanks for uh inviting us into your bar and let's uh your bar but the bar uh, where you hang. It's kind of your bar. I work here. It's kind of everyone's bar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's get another beer. That sounds great. Okay. Cheers. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. Okay. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye. Bye.